Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. We're two black girls invading the messiest reality dating shows on earth. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And this season, we're recapping Lifetime TV's hit show, Married at First Sight in Nashville. Married at First Sight (laughs) is a full-on hot mess of a social experiment. Each week on our podcast, we recap the latest episode and dissect the trials and tribulations these five newly married couples are going through, while also dissecting relevant dating, marriage, and relationship topics. And after five years deep in Bachelor Nation, we're now diving into the Married at First Sight universe. So come join us. Listen to us on all podcast platforms every Thursday and join our amazing community on Patreon at patreon.com slash twoblackgirlsfunnels. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. A blatant and pointless backstab has the challenge house on edge. Plus, Danny and Sarah are skeptical of all the legends, partners included. Tori seems to think that she'll eventually get to be partnered with Jordan. Ben films a cleaning-only edition of MTV Cribs. Ben Howe reminds Jody that she is amazing, then does so again, and again, and again, and again. Nelson and Jujuy can't get momentum, and did we mention that John A. just lied through her teeth, and now Kellyanne is in full-blown spite mode. It's the Challenge World Championships Episode 3 recap coming up right now. What up, my fellow challenge lovers? Welcome to the Challenge Historian, where we dive deep into all things MTV's The Challenge, past, present, or future. If it's happening in the Challenge universe, then we are here to document it. I am your host and dedicated Challenge Historian, Jacob Hollaball. Thank you so very, very much for being here with me on this Wednesday. We enter week two, episode three, though, of World Championships, and boy... Have we got ourselves a season thus far? We are getting everything we could have hoped for, thanks in part, and by in part, I mean entirely uh, to John A. and Kellyanne, two absolute legends deserving of the status and now just delivering us unbelievably wonderful challenge TV. I feel like I'm watching a season from the past, not this you know futuristic world championship concept. I feel like we've gone a little bit back in the past, and that's a good thing. We will talk, of course, all about that concept and this whole episode, episode three of world championships here shortly. Quick programming notes before we begin. Just one episode a week for the foreseeable future right now while we do cover world championships. So those will be out same as this one, Wednesday, midday, afternoon, whenever we are able to work it into the schedule to watch and pod on Wednesdays as the episodes drop. And then the only other podcast of the week over on the most likely to feed with my good friend Paige covering Survivor. That will be out Saturday mornings for the foreseeable future as long as I forget how many episodes uh, Survivor season is these days. I think like 10 maybe or so, but basically these seasons will run hand in hand. These podcast recaps will run hand in hand. World Championships Challenge on Wednesday, Survivor Saturdays on Most Likely 2's podcast feed on Saturday. So that's what we've got going 
As for tonight, same style as always. We're going to touch on the storylines. Obviously, the biggest of them all, the main focus of this episode, last episode, possibly the next few episodes, John A versus Kelly Ann. Uh, lots to talk about there. Lots to talk about with this fantastic episode. So, storylines first, awards then, predictions at the end. Let's dive in. To kick this discussion off, we're, of course, going to talk about John A. and Kellyanne and everything between the two of them and within their games in this episode. That's the whole point of this entire episode. It's the amazing, wonderful content that we're getting out of this episode. But quickly, to lead into that, I've just got to say, this is amazing. What a job by the challenge producer. What a job by John A and Kellyanne and everyone else in the cast so far that's giving us something worth, you know, spending so much time on last episode in this episode. But hats off to the challenge crew because the amount of time at the house uh, and the fact that we, you know, back in episode two only had the daily challenge. And then now in this episode, I thought they were going to go right back into like, boom, here's an elimination. Here's a daily challenge. Let's get it back moving at full gear, what we're used to. And no. They sat on it. They gave us so much time at the house, so much time of even though we had this one big dominant storyline that deserved as much screen time as it got and all the different little conversations on the side that it got, we also still were able to check in with some other things, plant some seeds for some other storylines, which we will, of course, talk about in a few minutes. So just all in all, it was so wonderful. It was so refreshing to only have the one sporting event across the 45-minute episode. And yes, you know, it's all buoyed and probably only because of the fact they have such a juicy backstab storyline to work with. But even if that's not the case, even if things get a little dull and anticlimactic and boring over the next, you know, the rest of whatever happens with this season, I say keep it up. I say keep it to one sporting event an episode. It's kind of nice. It's kind of refreshing. And who would have thought that the lead, you know, in the lead up, to the most sporty thing the show has ever done is it's got more and more sporty over the years. The most sporty thing they've ever done is like, we're going to do this across the world for different seasons and have it culminate in a world championship. We're going to have the world championships of the challenge. It's the most sporty thing they've ever done. And yet we're getting kind of the least sporty version of the show we've had in quite some time. And I love it. And I, I, I don't fully know. I haven't, I didn't really dive in last week to the social reaction, the fan community reaction to the first two episodes. And obviously I'm recording this right after having watched today. So I've stayed off the social media, Reddit, everywhere else, all the internet streets, not trying to get anything spoiled when, you know, it's very tough when they just drop the episodes in the morning to know when is it safe to go on social media? If I haven't watched the episode yet, when is it safe to say something about the episode on social media when I don't know if anyone else has watched it yet? So Made sure to stay off there, but we'll see. We'll see. I assume the fan reaction is similar to mine. Amazing. This season, so far, so good. It's refreshing. Keep it up. And can it actually stay this way? Probably not. There's only, I guess, supposedly 12 episodes. You know, unless they're going to go crazy and put 16, 18 or so people in the final, which... I'm here for, by the way, please do. That sounds fantastic. Actually stick with it. Do one daily challenge, one episode, elimination the next. We would only have, you know, eliminations in episode five, seven, nine, and 11 coming up. That would leave like 18 people, 16 people or something in a final. I'm here for it. Do it. They won't, but let's just hope we get at least, you know, maybe two more episodes where it's only the one sports segment where we really get a lot of time with this cast in the house, with the machinations of the strategy, with the different relationships at play, because it was all so, so good. So 
With that said up front, a little three-minute preamble for you, and just thank you to the challenge gods, as they are sometimes referred. They deserve their thanks as often as they deserve their critiques, so I'm glad we've been on a little hot streak here of giving them their thanks. Let's talk about the only thing really top line to talk about the entire point of this episode and last episode, John A. and Kelly Ann's relationship, the backstab, because it was a full-blown backstab. Let's not get it twisted. Let's quickly run through just what we actually see take place in this episode, and then we'll get to some opinions on it. So this is exactly what we see in this episode. We left last episode with the two of them having had the conversation, John A being like, what, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. What would you do? And Kellyanne being like, you know, obviously we're friends and I would save you. This shouldn't be that hard for you. Why is this that hard for you? We go into this episode. We see in order. First, we see Wes tell John A that the right move is to send in Jody. So Wes pretty much straight up when asked by John A says, yeah, uh, you know, I would send in Jody. Seems pretty straightforward to me. Grant then tells Emily that he'd like to send in Kellyanne, but he's going to let John A decide. He's letting John A kind of make the decisions right now, trust her and, you know, her experience, her political acumen, all of that. Good choice so far from Grant. Like, that's a good place to be in. Be like, and she has won a couple seasons in a row. She's good at this. I actually wasn't that good at this and got invited back. So, like, I'm going to let her lead. Good on him so far. John A then apologizes to Kellyanne. We get the big apology scene, and it's like, oh, this is all over, I guess. Now we're going to speed through this. Jody and Ben are going in. You know, uh, John A says they should work together, that they should be each other's number one, that they should have each other's back. It is as apologetic and let's be each other's number one in an alliance fighting for each other tooth and nail as it really gets. And at that point, I'm like, there's no John A. John A wouldn't. John A would throw her in, but not after this conversation. I don't think she's like that type of cutthroat, ruthless player. She definitely was thinking about it. She definitely would have, but now they had that conversation. She would never do that, right? Wrong. We then see Nelson tells John A he wants to use his hair as a signal for who he wants in the elimination, which is just fantastic. And I'm glad that that actually pays off that we get him then like changing the hairdo in the moment down there. Love that. And then we get there. John A and Grant decide they throw in Kellyanne and Tristan. Those two are a little bit shocked. I'm shocked. Most of the people on the dais that didn't know about this are shocked. The ones that are not are the ones that we see in flashback being a part of the decision to make this move from John A and Grant's point of view. We get Tori, Casey, and John A talking about Kellyanne having said she wants the best teams out. They think that they have the three best teams, I guess. More on that later between Tori and Casey. And then we follow that with another flashback to Grant John A deciding it's got to be Kellyanne and Tristan. They're going to blame it on Nelson. And that's that. So that's everything we see. And then obviously Kellyanne and Tristan win and are back in the house. That's everything that actually happens in the episode. What we see, let's talk about uh, just kind of opinions on both sides of this. Is this a good idea for John A? No, not at all. What are you doing? What <laughs> from the, one of the smartest players, uh, certainly in recent years, um, one of the what would be regarded coming into this house, I would say on the legend side, there's a reason, you know, a week ago we talked about it was the correct first pick by Grant that John A should be the first overall draft pick because she's so good at this in the main her main thing of all the skills is how smart she is both puzzles wise in actual competition, but also in the social political side. So this is just a stunningly dumb. I, I don't know if it's a dumb move. I think it's not going to ultimately 
there's a world where this ultimately doesn't really hurt John A's game at all and only simply you know costs her friendship maybe outside of the game that maybe she isn't that invested in anymore anyways I don't know but uh it's it's definitely not worth taking the risk that it blows up your game for no real reason other than just I guess wanting to let a friend know that you don't haven't liked a couple comments or a little bit of the energy here or there. I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. I don't know why she's doing it. I don't know why such a brilliant and smart player is making such kind of like a tactless move on her part. Like, let's just run through who John is working with. Like, she's working with Wes for sure. We we got that for sure. They want All Stars three together. They, you know, he's the first one she goes to for some like, what would you do in this? Those two are definitely working together. Casey and Tori and John A, I guess, are also working together as possibly the three that think they're on the best teams in the house. So that's happening, I guess. And then you've got Grant, obviously, on her team, which ropes in the Aussie teams, which Troy and Amber, we see Amber say in this, you know, I guess I can't trust John A. I thought I was going to be able to work with her, be friends with her, what have you. We have Emily and Yes, who John A has a good relationship with Yes. Grant has a good relationship with Emily. So you'd think they'd be able to keep those teams together. That's five teams plus her own, which is a sixth. If you add in Kellyanne and Tristan to that, that's seven teams strong with really good, you know, really big, good, strong alliance. And along with that, there's no ties to the Argentinian teams. There's no ties to Jody whatsoever. So how is this hard? Why is this not a like Kellyanne, you and Tristan? Looks like you could need a little home. I need a, someone on UK to kind of have my back a little bit. So here we go. Going to do you solid. We're going to throw in this team we have zero ties to, have zero ties to any of their ties, and we're going to build this massive alliance, and instead it's just like, no, nah, we don't need to do that. We're going to piss off my friend. Make the easy call from the start. Why was this ever a thing other than, I guess, maybe just to make good TV? You also can add in the fact Jody and Ben Hobb probably would have struggled just as much as Nelson and Huhui did in this elimination. I don't know if it would have been as much. Those two struggled quite a bit, but there's a chance at least that they lose. And I know you never know what the thing is, but you look at it, you see it. You could probably figure out a little bit of it. And just, I would have, I just, even just relationships out of it, alliances out of it. I want the team I throw in to lose. And I would have thought Jody and Ben Hod stood a better chance to lose in whatever they were put in there in. So I don't know what she's doing. I applaud giving us great television though. And I think if I had to like analyze just from the what we've seen, which again is always only a little tiny bit of the story, I think Kellyanne's comments, uh, you know, when she kind of more or less said it should have been her, not John A, that had this rise to challenge fame on All Stars. Like she, she didn't say that, but she kind of implied that last week. And I'm guessing there's been a little some of that energy, some of that type of commentary elsewhere outside of the challenge houses, off of the cameras between the two of them. And if I were to read anything into it, I think John A might just be like, yo, like, why, why are you questioning? Like, we're friends, but you, like, don't always act like my friend. You act a little bit jealous that this is happening. I don't know. That's the, that's the best I could come up with. I don't know what she's doing. Let's talk Kellyanne's side of things. Yeah, she did get a, a little paranoid. She did bring some bad energy to a situation where she just had to, all she had to do when nominated is go tell her friend, hey, I trust you. I love you no matter what. And then just chill. And the right decision was probably going to be made in your favor. And she can't do that. And that's great for us uh, as as fans of the show. It's very entertaining. And I also don't blame her because I always would think that I would 
probably be one of the people who would be susceptible to being paranoid and overly anxious and overly talkative when I feel like my back's against the wall in a challenge house. I don't know if that'd be true, but I, I think it probably would. So I'm usually not, I, I don't come down too hard on those who, you know, get a nomination or feel like there's a little heat on them and don't always react 100% calmly to it. Um, it's great TV and I totally get it. I'm empathetic to it. I don't think that she did anything, you know, she's just a little overly worried. <laughs> like that's it. And that's enough for her friend to do her dirty. I feel like it's a pretty forgivable sin to just be a little worried and be a little tense in the one conversation where you're like expecting your friend to come say, Hey, pretty, pretty great for you that, uh, I'm in power when you get nominated, huh? You're not going in obviously. And instead you get a, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. What would you do? And you know, it's understandable she got pretty tense in that moment is all I'm saying. I love that Tristan was hoping for a partner who could keep him calm, which I know, again, Challenge UK, it's so hard to judge because that season was so short. And, you know, someone like Tristan literally never had to sweat until he was running away with the final challenge. Um, but I didn't. I guess he uh, is the one. He wants to be the Kellyanne in this situation, and he's realizing that, unfortunately, he's partnered with Kellyanne, and he has to be the one constantly being like, let's just try you can have all these thoughts, you can have all these feelings, but what if we don't show them to the rest of the house? What if we try to put on a facade, try to hold it underneath, under wraps, and like use it to our advantage? I love that he was going for a partner that were that would allow him to be the one on edge at all times. And now the the matchup of the two of them together, I think, is actually working out pretty well. I'm really enjoying the two of them together. So. Kellyanne, you know, handles her business in the elimination along with Tristan. They handle business very easily. We're not really even going to talk about the elimination. I mean, it was, it, it was, it was a bummer to watch, um, which side note, we should say, I forgot to say up top, uh, thoughts, prayers, positive energy, positive vibes to our guy, Nellie T. Nelson was in a pretty horrific looking car accident and was thankfully, thanks to a couple, a uh, couple brave concerned citizens, was saved from the wreckage of that car wreck was in the hospital has some injuries but is okay if you haven't seen this what he's posted a lengthy post about it on his instagram and elsewhere all across the social media it's been shared a bunch but very very happy to see that you know he made it through and i know he's going to make a super strong recovery come back better than ever so thoughts are with nelly t and uh yeah, so definitely go show him your love on the social media channels everywhere that you can find him. But here, as for in the game, poor timing that, you know, poor timing. It, obviously, horrific timing for that to happen to him or anyone ever. But uh, stinks that uh, he then has this episode, and it feels like he, it feels like Jody might be going the same way. It feels like everyone that's partnered with the Argentinians, it just got the bad end of the straw here on uh that short end of the stick. One of those phrases is what I'm going for here on this season. And yeah, that elimination is not great. They don't do well. They can't communicate much. Nelson isn't listening at all to the people on the day is trying to give them a little bit of advice. Gets just a little too worked up and uh, it's over pretty quick. So Kellyanne and Tristan bring it home and then they bring all the right energy and all the right questions into the house. And again, shout out to the production that it doesn't end with the elimination walking back. Shout out to them for giving us then that five minutes back into the house, bringing that confrontation, not making it a cliffhanger, letting us actually see that there in the moment. She's bringing the right questions. She's bringing the right energy 
And as much as I'm enjoying it, and the television is great, and her, the way she goes about it, I mean, they get back, John A. just walks upstairs while everyone else is, you know, congratulating her. We see a couple different conversations happen before Kellyanne eventually comes into the room that John A. and Jody at the time are in. Kellyanne asks straight up, why did you do that? John A. tries to tell her, because... We made that deal, yes, but then you told everyone about that deal, which Kellyanne's like, I didn't speak a word of that to anyone, so what are you trying to say? She storms out. They're in separate places when the episode ends, and I'm left wondering who will align with who, and will this ultimately hurt John A. at all? Because it seems like, like if I ask, will anyone align with Kellyanne and Tristan and like kind of with this ostracize John A. and then Grant in any way of this? And I don't know that the answer is yes. I feel like Kellyanne and Tristan might just become the Mark team that everyone's like, hey, good on you. That sucks that your friend did that to you, but also we're probably going to keep nominating you and throwing you in. And Tristan and Kellyanne have to be the team that is just like, we're going full kamikaze, terrorize this house as long as we can last in the house. We're going to make everyone else's lives a living hell, which I'm all here for. That would be that would be great. That would be really fantastic television, and I would be rooting for them to last a very long time and win multiple more eliminations to keep bringing that. Them winning a daily challenge would be amazing right about now because you know the rest of the house is putting John A. and Grant up for nomination if Tristan and Kellyanne were to pull a win. But I feel like ultimately everyone's going to be like, you know, I can't really trust John A anymore, but I'm still kind of, she's still in our alliance for the foreseeable future and isn't just everyone going to flip and be like, we should be on that other team's side. I think, if anything, it just moves John A and Grant a little bit out of alliances and doesn't bring Kellyanne or Tristan back into any alliances. Other storylines worth commenting on before we go to the awards because of, again, of all the house time we got, it proceeded to give us those check-ins with way more people. Some seeds were planted for storylines that seem to be like what's going to be coming in the next few episodes, if not the entire season. And I love it, and I thank Production One final time for giving us this well, just letting this episode breathe, letting everything that's happening breathe, letting things set themselves up, making sure that even with the dominant story, we get little check-ins, those little seeds to other stories. Love, love, love it. A couple of them worth need commented on. First one, Tori and Danny are not on the same team. They are partners, but they are not on the same team. They both have big plans. Tori is quite confident so far, it seems, coming off of her win. Danny is coming into it just being, I think, appropriately skeptical of, like, you know, he wants to win. He wants, if anything, him or someone else from the Challenge USA to win. I think he's definitely has that pride or is carrying the pride for that show in the way that they collectively as a cast maybe thought they were treated or got the short end of the stick as far as how filming went previously and just how they've been treated or talked about by the legends of the game, some of which are now there with them playing. So he and Tori, they're they're not on the same team. And at one point in this, Tori says to Danny and Ben, and I think this quote is 100%. It was a little hard to hear one specific word in it, but she says, quote, if Jordan or Wes catches, catches is the word. I don't, I don't know if she said catches what, but it's the only one that kind of makes sense. If Jordan or Wes catches me or Casey, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Like, what? what is she talking about? Does she think the teams are switching? Does she think at some point 
that they're going to be allowed to pick their partners or it's going to swap and be like legend with legend versus you know mvp versus mvp what what does she think is happening and also even if even if tj told them when you get to the end you will get to batch up legend and legend you don't the confidence of being like yo if me or casey were with jordan or wes we'd win hands down the four of us are just clearly better than everyone else if we're a team look out even if you believe that which you would have i personally would actually fully agree with her that uh jordan and wes are kind of the two I'm looking at on top of the men's side and Casey and Torio are the ones I'm looking at on top of the women's side. But regardless, you don't say that and you certainly don't say it when there's no no, no crumbs out there that are telling you that that's ever even a possibility. So I, I was very confused by that moment. We also have her and Jordan uh, shown at one point sleeping in the same bed. Uh, we have her massaging, massaging him with her butt and jumping on his back, which seems like a bad way to massage someone or help them get their back feeling better but what have you um and jordan saying they're the best they have ever been um so yeah that's a thing the two of them are a thing again for the season which you know is better than going through what we went through on ride or dies with them again so i'm here for that and as someone who has always loved and appreciated both of them um that's great i hope i hope it's a constant happy place they are in wherever that is for them danny along with Sarah and Ben doesn't really want to trust any of the legends, but you know, kind of wants all of them out, but they're teamed up. And so I'm also slightly a touch confused. I think I'm not as confused. I think there's just more to be told from his point of view of like where his feelings lie. Mostly he's, it feels just a lot like Tori and I haven't had to make a decision yet. And I already know that when we do, she's going to expect to be the one making the decision i'm gonna want to be able to have some say and or control over that decision and i already see those things those those two points of view not aligning up and but we're partners and i think he's just kind of reading in advance of like this is going to be a problem when the moment comes that it is presented to us for to make a decision and so i think he's just kind of laying the crumbs for that so his makes sense to me but him sarah and ben it seems like they have no interest in anyone from like any of the legends winning, but they're paired up with them. So like someone's going to have to, like the ones you're working with kind of would have to, I think. And I just don't know exactly what they mean, but if it ever does go teams, um, which another side note, it's clearly going to be teams at some point because they just, every single time they have to beat us over the head with, so-and-so representing team uk so-and-so representing team argentina whatever and they can't if they're going to say that over and over and over and over again eventually that means that these people are going to have to perform as a team maybe that's just like one daily challenge here or there maybe that's one time cycle through a voting maybe it's at the halfway point they switch and it's a full-blown team game all the way to the end i don't know but if it's gonna happen of course it's gonna happen and if it does the U.S. team is beyond stacked. Like, it's not even fair. Their teams would be Sarah and Theo, Danny and Tori, Ben and Casey, Justine and Bananas. That's wild. Obviously, all the teams are good here. Obviously, Team UK would have something to say about that with Jordan and Kaz and Zara and Wes and Tristan and Kellyanne. Again, all the teams are stacked. Everyone here is good for, you know, for the most part. But that U.S. team, my goodness, that would be, that'd be wild. Um, we then also get to check in on 
Emily and Kiki and the eventual breakup of Team Australia. Because if there's any prediction I feel certain at, it's that Emily and Kiki and or is going to be the catalyst of why Team Australia completely and utterly breaks up. We get just fantastic job yet again, just like in the first two episodes of building this little bit of momentum of these two are playing nice. But we know if you watch Challenge Australia, and they even allude to it in the first episode, these two do, do not like each other. And we get the juiciest little you know nugget of this here when they have a little friendly moment. They're talking about Emily's cowboy, a.k.a. Ryan, who, by the way, Kiki very much hates, like despises, as that whole house that wasn't named Emily Grant and that's about it, uh, <laughs> despises and dislikes and hates. And so the fact that they had to have that little conversation and Kiki's playing nice in it is just, it's so great. And it's just setting the stage for these two. The blow up's going to happen. It's being set up beautifully. And I'm very excited for the entertainment that we possibly will get out of that blow up. Which, another side note, Kiki, very at the very, very, very end of the episode, we thankfully saw her a couple times. Like in this moment, they do a bunch of glamour shots of her coming out of the pool midway through. But she almost went a second straight episode without a confessional. She gets one right at the very end. Um, and I just, I worry that they don't know what they have. I worry that I know there was a lot to get into this episode. They did a fantastic job, but let's make sure that the icon gets her screen time, please. And thank you. Grant, Emily, Troy, then talk about Aussie strong, but without Kiki noticeably, not like in a don't tell Kiki kind of way, but she wasn't there. It was noticeable in that little conversation. And Emily clearly wants to be with Sarah. She wants to be with the U S crew. Grant clearly wants to be just with the Australia people plus John A's friends. Maybe Grant doesn't actually have a plan. That could very well be. He hasn't really had to come up with one, even though he's been winning. Uh, Kiki is with Darrell, the partners, and they're definitely playing the no one look at us game. And then Troy's kind of just happy to be there, maybe a bit confused as to who he should link up with. You know, wants to ride with Amber's crew, but, you know, Amber doesn't maybe still doesn't have a crew yet in this group. Um, we'll see there, but it doesn't feel like Australia strong is really a thing. And I'm very much uh, waiting on the Emily Kiki blow up that rips this apart. Other quick notes, bananas and Wes are having a great time just getting to be the guys that talk, give, uh, you know, teach the others as it were pot stir a little bit bananas, classic bananas pot stir there at the end, just like, Hey, someone, uh, you know, the, the cameras clearly want someone to ask John A these questions. So instead of making, you know, just be confessionals, let's get her to do it out publicly where someone else might hear, maybe on top of the staircase where both floors can hear just classic bananas pot stirring going on there. And then the final one, we get a little scene just to remind us once again that Kaz and Theo, there is a storyline to play out there. It's a fun little scene with them and Rodrigo. And it makes me think, you know, the, as friendly as they are in that moment, it has me thinking that the kind of obvious, strong, really dominant, potentially dominant alliance would be Sarah and Theo, Kaz and Jordan, Tori and Danny, because all three of those teams are one stacked and fantastic. And we're in, I believe all three of those teams were in the five I gave last week as the ones I could see winning of any of the teams. So Pretty incredible trio if they were to work together. And I would think they would work together because you have, if the Theo Kaz thing is really like they're, you know, they're going to be buddy, buddy, they're going to look out for each other. 
then you have that connection between Theo and Kaz. Kaz is with Jordan, who obviously has the strong connection to Tori. Tori is with Danny, who has the strong connection to Sarah. And Sarah's with Theo. We get a full revolving door between those three teams. So that seems like the obvious and strong trio of teams to align. I'm looking for that to possibly happen. Then, you know, you also add in Ben and Casey into that because Tori and Casey seem to be working together and totally fine with like, we think we're the best people here and we're fine going against each other in a final. Again, uh, they seem chill with that. Casey's, you know, and then, you know, you got Ben who's obviously with Sarah and Danny. So just be on the lookout that, that four force team. If, you know, Kaz can be convinced you got to ditch the UK if uh, Theo can be convinced, you got to just kind of be with all these people that you haven't really worked with ever before, but now your partner's with one of them and, you know, all of that. that that's, that's the alliance to look out for in my book. On to the awards for best quote up first. We've just got two different comments from Kellyanne that are worth shouting out. It is, again, to the, maybe the benefit of the show when it isn't all based around just can someone say something witty, quippy, funny in the confessional booth and we actually have real substantive, substantive, I can't say the word substance with a tiv on the end, whatever that word makes up. I can't say it, but you know what I'm trying to say. If we have more substance to the show and maybe less of just having to rely on those quips and everything, maybe the best quote award isn't quite as fun every week, but the episodes are great. And that's so far how it's been. But Kellyanne does get a shout out for two different things here. First one, obviously, they're both about John A. First one, Ben Ha doesn't know this, but John A has assured me and Tristan that we will not be going in tonight. So I'm kind of just watching John A, studying her face. I have maybe like a 0.1% feeling that John A could be lying to me. But honestly, if John A is lying, she's a complete sociopath. End quote. That is, of course, when John A braiding Ben Ha's hair with Kellyanne just kind of laying, literally staring at them from 10 feet away. What a scene that is. And then the second one, Kellyanne at the end, quote, I hope her energy just stays the fuck away from me. End quote. We'll give that one the award and keep it moving. Best moment. The first one, Ben Ha telling Jody she's amazing like 10 or more times in a row. What an awkwardly amazing little moment between the two of them. They're having a conversation. All he can kind of keep coming back to is that she's amazing. She's just like, okay, great. Is that the end of the conversation? Eventually, she literally is just like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and you're going to go over there and is just like signal to the camera like, you can leave now. Uh, we're done here. There isn't much of a conversation actually being had. I really enjoyed that moment, found it endearing and funny. Second one, Ben cleaning for the camera. Ben's MTV Cribs-esque I'm going to show you around the house, but only to show you the mess that everyone makes and to show you that I've got a hiding spot for my own clean dishes that I clean, that he does all the other cleaning. There was, I believe there was some talk in the Challenge USA house about some friction around like the people that wanted it to be clean and the people that didn't. And clearly we know if that was a real thing where Ben would have sided on that thing. He seems to be totally chill and like happy go lucky about it here, which is the the right way to be. Um, you know, it's, it might suck as someone who is super duper clean. I would probably be the Ben in this situation, but I would definitely make sure I was whatever I felt about it. I would only be putting forth, Hey, happy to do it. If, if everyone wants to be a mess, it's, it's on me. I'm the one that has to be super clean, has to be super tidy. That's my fault. That's my little, you know, little mental ticks coming in. And so I'll clean up and I'll be happy about it and it'll be fine. And I'll hide my own stuff over there. I really liked that scene from him. And then the third and final one. And obviously the moment of the episode, 
the confrontation between Kellyanne and John A after she has come back after winning her elimination, that conversation and all the fallout from it that will likely extend in the next episode. That is the moment of this one. As for the episode MVP, it should be no surprise. Kellyanne's the MVP of the episode. Back-to-back MVPs for Kellyanne, episode two and episode three. Back-to-back runner-up finishes for John A. Third place will go Grant and Tristan, who both did great and you know, would be nominated for supporting roles here, supporting role to their partners who are leading the storyline. Uh, so Grant Tristan, third. Ben Han, fourth, uh, very prevalent, giving us a lot of good stuff this episode. And then in fifth, Tori and Danny for keeping things on the sides, going, planting those seeds, making things interesting outside of the main storyline. But obviously, Kellyanne has to be the MVP of the episode. She's got the best moment. She's got the best quote. She sweeps the awards as she deserves to do this week and finally we've got our predictions which for the time being our finals picks still no no nothing wrong there and uh feeling really really good about zara west kaz jordan sarah theo ben casey troy amber which yes that alliance i spoke of earlier could make up part of this so we'll see if that goes but still got all my finalists and my third second and first place winner picks there what i don't have correct at all was that i completely and utterly got this episode backwards not only did i think that grant john a would just vote in jody and ben han that we wouldn't get all that much that last week would have been the best we got of the little john a kellyanne thing couldn't have been further from the truth there Pretty glad that I wasn't anywhere near right. Glad that it became this mega storyline of an episode, this mega backstab from John A. But I got that wrong. I also got wrong then who would win the elimination because I thought it would be won by someone who wasn't even in it. And then I thought there would be a daily challenge and that I could predict that Theo and Sarah would win. So 0 for 3 last week. Let's try to do a little better looking ahead to next week. Looking ahead to that one, I do think that uh, we are probably going to maybe, this is just me hoping, are going to go another episode with just the one sporting event. So we're only going to maybe predict a daily challenge winner here with we're sticking with the previous pick we made. I believe Theo and Sarah will win the next daily or because on the next week on there's again, there's there's the use of the word teams repeatedly. Um, there's a small chance that it's a team daily challenge next week. So either way, I'm picking Theo and Sarah, or if it's a team one, the U.S. team that Sarah and Theo kind of lead or the winners for on the behalf of Theo and Sarah will win. I think Nia and Rodrigo will get last. And I think Wes and Zara will be one of the two nominated teams. So that's my predictions for next week. I think Sarah and, you know, her Danny and Ben and the USA crew kind of grabs the reins of the game, grabs the reins of the storylines away from John A and Grant and John A and Kellyanne and everything else. And we start to head in the direction of some of that stuff we saw between Tori and Danny between we've seen so far of Sarah kind of masterminding behind the scenes. I think they, that comes full circle next week. And uh, we start to see both the Theo Kaz, maybe relationship play a part strategically in the game. We see Sarah take the lead on running the game. That's what we're going with. And hopefully we do better than over three next week. So that's been episode three of the world championships. Thanks as always for being here. Hit that follow subscribe button, wherever you may be listening, automatic downloads turned on, please. And thank you. Those help a bunch as always at challenge historian on Instagram. If you want to talk challenge, if you got feedback for the pod, anything of that nature, DMS are always open there. I'll be back on the most likely two podcast feed on Saturday with survivor coverage. And then next week be back for world championship coverage until then. Peace.
Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. We're two black girls invading the messiest reality dating shows on earth. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And this season, we're recapping Lifetime TV's hit show, Married at First Sight in Nashville. Married at First Sight (laughs) is a full-on hot mess of a social experiment. Each week on our podcast, we recap the latest episode and dissect the trials and tribulations these five newly married couples are going through, while also dissecting relevant dating, marriage, and relationship topics. And after five years deep in Bachelor Nation, we're now diving into the Married at First Sight universe. So come join us. Listen to us on all podcast platforms every Thursday and join our amazing community on Patreon at patreon.com slash twoblackgirlsfilmworks. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.